Hello, my friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk for you. I'm the youngest in my family. For most of my young life, I was referred to as the baby of the family. Lots of families do this, I guess. And in addition, I was born at almost the end of December. And back then, they let you start a kid with a birthday that late in school when he was still five. I'm talking about first grade, not kindergarten. For some reason, my school didn't have kindergarten. Probably they thought that all that coloring and napping was a waste of time. You can do that stuff at home. So as a result of this, like in fifth grade, for example, when when school started in September, all the kids were 10 except me. I was only nine until after Christmas. So some of my classmates called me a baby too. I'm not sharing this to make some kind of psychological excuse for my neurosis, but to say that most of my life I've felt young. I felt like everybody was older than me. I looked forward to being 30 so maybe people would respect me, and I I really didn't mind turning 40. Some, Some folks act like that's the end, but it wasn't that way for me. My point is, it was kind of an awakening when I realized a few years ago that I was actually in the home stretch, definitely not a baby anymore. One of the things that happens to you when you get my age is that you start to look back a lot. You ask yourself the question, have I really made a difference in this world, or has my life been a big waste of protoplasm? I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that maybe some of you can relate Naturally, I would love to have a whole bunch of young listeners, but I know the generation gap is real. Now, if you are, say, under 40 listening to this, don't turn me off. There's a lot for you to benefit from today, I think. But for those of you who, like me, are in the home stretch of life, I have something to share with you. It's certainly easy to think that you're you're just coasting now, maybe even in God's waiting room as some cynical people like to say. There's nothing really left to accomplish on this rock we float around space on. If that's the way you feel, consider this guy. His name was Paul. Few people in Christian history did as much good as Paul. Most obviously to us, he wrote about a third of the New Testament. That's quite an accomplishment right there. But he also planted churches all over the Mediterranean world. In my opinion, Paul was the greatest Christian who ever lived. But of course, Paul himself warned us against these kinds of comparisons, but I stand by my statement anyway. Consider these words from the great apostle. One thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward, To what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. Now, Paul didn't say this when he was in his early 30s. He was an old man when he wrote that. As a matter of fact, he had probably already started all the churches he's credited with when when he said this. On top of that, he was in prison. His chances of being released were not great. 
What I'm trying to say is most people at this stage of life would be just writing their memoirs. He would have had a lot to write about, but that's not what he did. Even as an old man, Paul was looking to the future, straining forward to what lies ahead. Paul was saying, I haven't reached the finish line yet. There's still a lot of hard running to do. I'm sure you've heard this line from preachers before, but it's, it's really true here. I'm not just preaching to you, but to myself. I don't know how many years I've got left, but if you split the difference between my mom and dad, I may have 20 or more years, or I may not. One never knows. When my dad died six days before his 84th birthday, my mom said through her tears, I can't believe this is happening. We're not told in advance about the day of our death. Hebrews says, it's appointed unto man once to die, but it's the only appointment we have in life for which we have no date to write in our calendars. So what should we do? Like Paul, we should purpose to keep straining for the goal and realize that we can still accomplish much for the kingdom of God. If you are older, like me, don't say to yourself that there's nothing significant left to do. In so many ways, you are more valuable to the work of God than when you had more physical strength. You have years of walking with God from which you have hopefully gained much spiritual wisdom. God has never let me pastor a big church. But that's his business, not mine. Some might think, well, if you'd worked harder, you might have built a big church. You're free to think that if you wish. We all have different giftings, like my sex, height, and eye color. Among other things, I had no control over that. God distributes the gifts as he sees fit, and he never makes mistakes. My only job is to daily yield my everything to him and allow him to use me in the way that seems best in his eyes. The same is true for you, whether you happen to be a minister like me or not. Perhaps you're retired. If you are, that's great. It's great because now you have a lot more time to work for Jesus. It's not time to kick back and do nothing. It's time to pour on the coal for God. I believe our last years are meant to be our most fruitful. Consider this Beautiful passage from Psalm 92. The righteous flourish like a palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green. The date palm, the variety most often spoken of in scripture, produces a fruit that is rich in energy. Some historians claim that if the date palm had not existed, mankind would not have been successful in inhabiting the hot parts of the Middle East, you know, those parts that we call the Holy Land. Dates provided a great source of nutrition for these people as they crossed barren deserts. The older the palm tree, the better and sweeter the fruit. Most palm trees take about 10 years to really begin to bear, and then they go on and on, getting 
better and better. Some seeds from the Judean date palm were discovered, which had been accidentally stored for 2,000 years. Seven of the trees grown from these ancient seeds were given really cool names. Methuselah, Hannah, Adam, Judith, Boaz, Jonah, and Uriel. I like that. These seeds patiently waited for their time of fruitfulness. Someone said that the more scars there are on the trunk of the palm tree, the sweeter the fruit. Don't know if that's accurate, but I can certainly believe it, especially when you apply this idea to the human experience. Palm trees do not form annual rings like other trees. It's almost like the tree is saying age is just a number. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Dear friend, just because you're older, does it mean you can't flourish and bear much fruit? Like Paul, don't look to the past, but look ahead to the work that is still out there for you. Press toward the mark. Heavenly Father, I pray for myself and I pray for my listeners, Lord, that we will not think that our day is just over and just be looking back and, and commiserating about what we think might have been, but help us to look to the future, to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, and to trust him to give us the grace and the strength and the power to still bear fruit, even in old age, Father God. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes on Jesus to be used by the Master. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good friends, some of us in the Schenectady, New York area are seeking to establish a new work. I don't know how new it is. We've been at it for a little over two years. But our, our church is called Bread of Life Anglican Church. Uh, we meet in Schenectady at 1809 Union Street, Sundays at 10 o'clock. And we would cover your prayers. Uh, but if you live around here, if you don't have a church home, Come see us, 10 o'clock, Sunday, 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.